0: Before we dive into this week's episode, I just wanted to hit you out with a special announcement. So, um, I have just launched an ebook on blogging called Blog On, a Starter Kit for Entrepreneurs. So if If you've been looking for a little help with your setting up your blog and getting results, and uh, you're not really sure how to get started, and you personally are an entrepreneur, as many of you are, then you'll definitely be really interested in this book. So uh, you can find it over at gum.co slash blogonforentrepreneurs. Welcome to episode 16 of People Behind the Business. A show for small businesses with small teams and huge ambition. I'm your host, Rosemary Richard. This week's episode was my very first time having two guests on one show. And there was a very good reason for that. Anna and Mallory of Bold and Pop, uh The business wouldn't be the business without both of them Collectively, the two of them met at the job that they had before they started freelancing, and then they decided to start a business together. And this episode is the story of how they met and how they make the complications of living in two different parts of the US work without themselves. And they're quiet. So, without further ado, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Um, I'm Anna, Anna of the co-founders at Golden Pop, along with Mallory. Hi. And at our business, we help, um, fellow business owners and bloggers, um, with their branding, their Squarespace web design, and, um, social media marketing. So, how did you first, uh, get started in your industry and what has interested you the most about it? Yeah, so, this is Anna again, and, um, So I went to the University of Oregon, I'm originally from the Pacific Northwest, and um, I was a public relations major. So I kind of had an idea of, you know, where I wanted to go in that industry and social media. Like then it was like, Twitter was the brand new thing. We had first social media class at my university, and I just kind of fell in love with it there. So I kind of really kind of followed that traditional path of I graduated from college, and I got an internship in the public relations. Industry um, working in social media, <laughs> and so mine was kind of um, kind of followed that traditional path, and then I ended up moving into um, moving to New York and kind of expanding upon that. But that's kind of how I got started. Let's talk about your background, too, Mallory. Yeah, so I went to Bryant University and I went for marketing. Um, so I actually thought I was going go to that. do that whole path, um, but while I was at Bryant, I had some internships there um, for Big Brother's Big Sister um, for Rhode Island. And I kind of fell in love with the whole media PR um, aspect of the internship. So I started my education towards that. Um, but then halfway through my sophomore year, I came with a business idea. So I started my first company um, while I was at Bryant. And um, I really heavily used social media. Um, to market that company and everything. And so basically, I just kind of fell into media. But I really love it. Um, And fast forward, I started another company after them. And both, you know, I kind of needed to make a living. And I ended up moving to New York, where I met Anna, um, working at the same PR agency. So is that how that conversation first started about... Forming Golden Pop. Yeah, so we actually before we branched out on our own, um, we actually worked together at another PR agency. Um, which, according to LinkedIn, we just hit our what was it? <laughs> six, our six-year six year anniversary. <laughs> it's like we've been Ooh. connected to Mallory for six years. So um, we've been doing Golden Pop for about three. But prior to that, we actually worked at another PR agency. So um, kind of funny story behind that. But I was social media director at that PR company and um we were you know a smaller company and it was kind of all hands on deck but we were expanding the social media department at that point um and so i was hiring and um mallory's resume came into my inbox and i stalked her (laughs) 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 I, i i think working in media we always joke that like yeah, we do a lot of really awesome marketing campaigns, but we're also like secret internet ninjas for stalking people. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so before I was doing all of my interviews, I like came across Mallory and what I really loved about her is that she did like she had her own businesses and you could see it in action um, that she really was crushing it at social media. Um, and we worked with a lot of small businesses. And that's something I think in the social media industry, that's kind of such a contrast, like, um, whether you're working on larger brands, or small business brands, like it's really a different approach. Because if you're working on a Nike account or something, you can pretty much put whatever out there. And most people you're going to get the engagement, whereas, you know, small comp- kind of a different game. So when I found Mallory's resume, it kind of popped and we interviewed and we ended up working together and that's kind of where that was (laughs) and on a related note how did that um come up with the name was it one of you guys agree on something yeah so I guess there's like a little more to that story so basically together at that PR agent for several years um and then what ended up happening was things were just kind of um I don't know it was like negative energy and things were just kind of going down and after three years, they were talking about closing our department. So we kind of started looking for other opportunities realized, you know what, I don't really love what's out there. Um, and so we kind of talked about joining our own thing and branching out our own. So we had a few months to kind of sort that out. But we ended up leaving that agency. But the name was kind of we were like talking about this earlier, like the name like such a I, I wish I could say it was like this really cool, exciting process. But <laughs> it was pretty informal. Like, um, basically, we kind of like jumped on board to start this business. And I had just kind of brainstormed a bunch of random words that I liked. And we knew we wanted to create like a really fun brand. And so I don't know, Bold and Pop just kind of came out of nowhere and kind of wrote it down played with a few logos, like showed it to Mallory and I mean, yeah. now are you, <laughs> yeah, basically so Anna just was like, hey, how about Bold and Pop? Give me a logo. And I said, let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was, it it's, was a not too crazy process for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but we you know, still was, love the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it's the branding in a way. Like, uh, I mean, I follow you guys as media and it very much suits the branding in terms of the fun aspect oh, of it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, were you living on two different parts of the country when you first started uh, on a, or was that something later on? No. So we actually, so while we at the PR agency, we've only ever worked in, in the same location for one year, um, the whole time we've known each other. So for the agency we worked for decided they wanted to close down um, our department. I had actually already moved back to Connecticut um, and I was remotely at the time. So we kind of got worked out of working remotely at that time. Um, and then we didn't just really start working on different coasts and time zones and everything until just last year. Um, I had already moved down from Carolina Connecticut, and then Anna moved back to Washington. Yeah. So yeah, we It's kind of interesting because it's like we started out in New York City. (laughs) City brought us together. uh, (laughs) Mallory went back to Connecticut. I was in New York for seven years and decided to make that jump back to the um, Northwest last year, which was kind of like a big thing in our business too. I know, like Mallory was also like, regardless of kind of how things panned out at our agency, like she was looking for more flexibility too. Mm -hmm. And I was really like, I thought I was going to be in New York (laughs) for ever for the most duration. So. I was really looking for some kind of opportunity that I could have flexibility and go back and forth between Seattle and New York because seeing your family only a couple times a year, it's kind of tough, especially, you know, I feel like as the years go by, you go home and everyone's, you know, we're all getting older. So um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so it kind <clears throat> of just good so way happened. To do that. Yeah, and it just so happened, you know, after just last summer that I decided, you know what, I'm just gonna go full time with um, Seattle. So, so yeah, and now Mallory's in North Carolina. So we've kind of been all over the country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like Mallory said, we've only been in the same location for a year, and like actually, we haven't even seen each other in person for like almost two years. It's so. Almost two years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we need to, we need to plan another trip, but. Yes, we do. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that's definitely like an interesting aspect of our business. So were the logistics of uh, being in two different locations, was that hard to plan out at first or did you guys have a process? I think we had it pretty nailed down just because we had the experience of working together remotely while we were still um, fairly close to each other. Um, Actually, when I lived in Connecticut, we used to take the train back and forth not too, too often, but I mean, a lot more often than we see each other now. Um, so we still have that. It's kind of new that we could work that way. Um, so then when we, um, when Anna moved to Washington, uh, she actually just decided to work on an East Coast schedule still. So we kind of just made it work. Yeah. And at first, I think when I first like, moved, I'm not a morning person, like full disclosure, <laughs> <laughs> like, I used to get up at eight in New York and start work at nine. And I love that. Um, and so when I moved over here, I was like, okay, Mallory, I can start at like 7 a.m. So that was 10 a.m. Eastern. But we realized like it just, and that was really just me saying, you know what? I'm just going to bump it up, suck it up. I can start at six. Like my time. Uh, it just worked out better because I felt like um, then we could just regroup easily in the morning. Otherwise it's like, you know, Mallory already had her plan for the day. She's like off to the races and I'm just getting online. and like, Oh, what do I need to do kind of thing? So we kind of figured that out pretty quickly and it's worked out well. That must be good for uh, keeping each other posted on things as well. And that way any clients or whatever that check in, earlier in the day with uh one of you guys and then uh you can call each other up i guess yeah so we actually usually start our day either by chatting and kind of going through our to-do list or we actually will g-chat each and say i have x y and Z to do um and we kind of just plan out the day that way so yeah it makes it really easy to kind of just still be on the same schedule and everything and then if we do have um, a product on the west coast if you have a call at a later time instead of me taking it where it would be like eight or nine my time and I can really take that um as well so yeah what other... and I think sorry sorry you were saying oh no I was just gonna say you know it's it's actually worked to our benefit in some states because um I mean having an online business we work with clients all over the country and sometimes internationally too so um, even though I'm working on an East Coast schedule, it is kinda nice that I am West Coast based because then if anyone's one, if they're in this area, I can meet with them, but two, it just it does make it easier for like if we do have later calls or to international clients, finding which one of us is closer to that time zone um is always like kind of a little perk too, an unexpected perk. Yeah. <laughs> what other tools do you use to keep track of uh all the different logistics of where people are and uh what's coming in and stuff like that? So we love Asana. We actually just... What was it? Like, was it last year, and Yeah, I think it was, like, last fall into winter. Yeah, so... And we, it's been a life changer. Yeah, like, <laughs> some really, really old Slim right on our to-do list kind on of a planner. Um, mm-hmm. And we Im- implemented Asana, which is actually really funny because we joke that it's, like, the biggest investment we've made in our business, and it's, like thirty seven dollars a month yeah. and <laughs> we're like it's worth everything so we can actually just <laughs> yeah. you know assign tasks to each other kind of everything and it just makes it a lot easier we have projects for each of our clients so we can kind of check off each stage of that um, project and everything and if it's yeah if it's worth the money then oh absolutely on. yeah <laughs> well and like on that note of the sauna too like Talking about being old school, which, like, we still have planners too, but, like, um, (laughs) that I'll use (laughs) for certain things. But, like, I am so old school about my planner. Like, there is nothing better. I don't care what anyone says. There's nothing better about crossing something off your to-do list. And I've always been, like, weary of, like, online, um, I mean, obviously I use Google Calendar for some things, but like I've always just, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't give me that same satisfying effect. But Asana has a little check mark and it like highlights it and it goes away. and It's, it's very bold I and just, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I just had to add that for Asana because yeah. yeah, there's something that makes me very happy about checking things off and that it just automatically knows what you need to do when you set up your recurring things. Yes. So that's definitely helpful for us. And At then the then, moment, I'm more, I'm more a Trello myself person, but uh, I have tried out a sauna and we did. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we did a bunch of to figure out which one we liked better. Yeah, we just kind of, we're more to-do list people. People, I'm mean, going it to, um, if you like to-do list, go for a sauna. And if you like more like the style. Um, go for Trello, which I don't really have to play too much with Trello, but I was like, ah, I'm a to be list person, let me look at this. <laughs> that mm. makes sense though. Uh, it is very because it is very visual, mm-hmm. it's, it's better. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it just depends yeah. on if you're a visual person, absolutely. Or what, yeah. Uh, so what's your favorite part of working together? <laughs> 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 which is funny to ask it to go here, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. I think we're such a good fit for a partner. I feel like that's yeah. like so weird to say, but. We're a match made in business founder. Yes. We really are. <laughs> <laughs> we're like so cheesy, but no, I. But <laughs> truthfully, yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know, what you're saying like we just have a kind of two or one, we like a lot of the same things, like personally and professionally. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's like important and like too we have this very we're very aligned with like what we want with our lifestyle just our business in general and like just being on the same team and I think we just really complement each other well like we're both very self-aware too of like hey I'm really good at this this is not my strong point like just finding that divide and conquer I feel like um a lot of times people would probably have to some of that stuff out more and i guess it's just become kind of natural which makes working together fun (laughs) yeah i was gonna say it's just like fun working together and i also just like love how we kind of met and how our relationship has evolved into this you know business best friends and yeah so Mm -hmm. half the time when we're checking in morning we're just kind of going over life things too so it's nice to have a business partner to talk about like your own life as well as just business stuff too. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the best of me. So me ha- too. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's good. Little love fest. <laughs> so um, how do you how do you typically divide up the work? How do you sort of figure out who should do what? Um, we really go kind of based off of well, first if we get looking for a new. Um, we will kind of just chat about, okay, like I'll take this one. We kind of try to divide up who takes what um, evenly. So each of us are kind of just the point person for specific clients. So we try to make sure those are always pretty equal. So no one's overloaded and the other one's not. Um, but then, you know, we recently had an inquiry come in and we realized it was someone local to Raleigh. So I was like, let me take this because obviously I live here. Um, so we kind of first figure out that and all of the design work. So if it's ever design stuff, she automatically takes that um, just because she can kind of talk more specifics of those things. Um, so it kind of depends on that. And then when it comes to social media, we both kind of just divide and conquer all of that for all of them. Uh, the graphic And takes that. I just my two cents in every now and then. Um, and then for websites, we do the same thing um, we kind of divide and conquer, but I'll take some of the coding aspects if we need any of that too. Because Mallory is the queen of it. You <laughs> tell her what you want to do, and she somehow magically makes it happen. <laughs> That's and I'm awesome. over here like, <laughs> Yeah, like, which works out great because it, like, and Mallory has like such the vision for like a lot of our branding projects. She'll be like, Okay, cool. Like, she'll draw things out and then I'll make them happen graphically. So, yeah, I can't explain like, things. I have to always draw chicken scratch <laughs> <laughs> it out. <laughs> yeah but like that i mean and i think that piggybacks us yeah like our work styles so just knowing um, you know obviously our our backgrounds overlap more on the social media mm-hmm. side of things but we each have something kind of unique to bring to the table plus like mallory you know we also do some business consulting stuff sometimes too and mallory you know this is her third business so she has a lot more business experience on that side too so we really kind of play off of that and to like on the side I have had a, like a lifestyle blog for um you know eight years so similar to that like if we had someone the blogger who was looking for something then I'd probably take that yeah. so we kind of we really look at you know keeping it balanced just our workloads and then um just you know who might be a better fit for that person as well and going off of the balance, um sometimes we have like an influx in design work so Anna obviously takes that because I don't the actual design um so I'll take on media um clients to kind of balance that out so just on that and I can just on social media so it kind of depends that we have go time but we always try to make sure that ready to pull their hair out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although it helps you have uh, such uh contract skills as well oh, that definitely. makes it really mm-hmm. easier. Absolutely. And the funny thing is, um, which was kinda something why, you know, while we were looking at other opportunities from our past agency, um, was like we, you know, we were mostly doing social media, but we both had these other um interests that we wanted to expand our careers and whatnot. So that, like, funny enough, a lot of this coding stuff, you know, Mallory's, Mallory's really learned mm-hmm. in the last three years yeah. that we were, you know, just hands-on experience. So that was kind of like a cool thing, too, because when we first came to the table, we had – our our skill sets, I think, were more similar than they are now. We really kind of both found our additional yeah. niches, which has been cool. Yeah, and just really like bad. fun to watch us grow. Yeah, yeah. So on a related note, for those who are currently looking for their perfect co-founder right now, uh, you guys, uh, what do you think they should look out for? It's a good one. You know, I think more than anything, and I actually spoke to an alumni group from my college and some kids that asked me this question. And I was like, I think the most important thing when it comes to finding like the perfect co-founder is like. Making sure you guys are on the same page for your visions for that business. Um, I mean, I know even if you're starting out smaller, like, where do you see that going? Because that, I mean, that sounds like kind of an extreme question. That's like asking, like, do you want to get married on the first day? <laughs> <Yeah. life. laughs> but in some ways, like, I think that's so important because if your if your end goal is not the same, um, you're gonna run into problems along the way. Plus, like, I just think because like. Mallory and I, like, we love working hands on with our clients, like we want flexibility in our lives, like we're not trying to grow, you know, we want to grow the pop up, we don't want to grow it to be like some corporation with like 400 employees. That's like not one of our goals. So I think like, kind of looking ahead on that, and you know, with your co founder, and just to like, looking at how you guys work through issues and just how you approach things, because Personalities, I you know, that's you're dealing with this person on a daily basis. So I think being able if you have someone who's a really strong personality and someone who, you know, doesn't feel like they are getting their say, like that's gonna cause conflict. So, um, some of the personality things and like long term planning, I think yeah, two things I would kind of tap in for that. I would actually equate it a lot to a marriage though. You know, like you it's funny to say that, but it's kinda do you wanna look at all those aspects, like Anna and I both have very similar ideals and values and everything. And like when it comes to money, we both are, for lack really of a yes. <laughs> better word, we're very, so we both are, you know, we'll discuss, okay, Asana, do we want to invest in that type of a thing? And, and we both are very much on the same page. Not, not one of us is trying to spend a ton of money on something, you know, and that's, you know, similar to what it would be in a marriage. So, you know, a lot of those are values and how you view your life your lifestyle and your overall goals and everything, it's gonna it's gonna matter. So it's definitely important to make sure you're on the same page for all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's definitely important to note, especially if uh people are thinking of working with someone that they know in a different context. That isn't uh-huh. something mm-hmm. like running a business. That's definitely. a very different thing. Yeah. Uh, so you talked about this a little bit, but what does a typical day look for you, like for you guys? So every day is a little bit, um, so like I mentioned, we will kind of connect either the chat or, um, on the phone, talk through, um, what our to do list looks like for the day. But for the most part, um, I want to go like day by day. We, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays, we do our social media content for our clients. Um, so we try to split those up equally in clients. So we still have time in the afternoons for design or any other work that we have. Monday and Wednesdays, we'll do... It's kind of just what we have going on at the moment, but we'll try to keep that to design or other type of work. And then Fridays are our what we call bold and pop days and also uh, report days. So for any of our clients, uh, social media or PR, or anything like that. For The reports we'll do those on Fridays and then Boom Pop Days. We do our own type of content, go through um, our financials uh, once a month on those Fridays and the analytics and all of that fun stuff. That's a good we do fun stuff like this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good day to do that. Yeah, well, and it's been nice too. That's like kind of something we implemented this year um, of just kind of making a priority for working on our own business stuff too, because we found you know so often, you know, you're so busy doing the work for your clients, which is awesome. I mean, they're the ones who are paying you. Um, but we realized, you know, sometimes we could like some of our stuff would slide like whether it was, um, you know, we didn't have time to update our portfolio, which is obviously really important for signing our new clients. Um, mm-hmm. And like, yeah, just really focusing on having this time dedicated to our own business to really think, you know of like okay like being strategic about our content we've been really trying to be even i mean we've always been pretty purposeful but Mm -hmm. this year it's been a real big emphasis for us of being really purposeful and just smarter about our time and the quality of everything we're putting out there um whereas you know sometimes i think it's just easy to be like you're just doing the things to try and keep up because you know you do them um but sometimes you don't always have that time to just actually dedicate the strategy to that so Having the bold and pop days has been a real awesome thing for us. I yeah, think. definitely. That's so important too. Cause, uh, when you get really busy with the work, it can be hard to let the things that are still very important slide. Totally. Yeah. And like granted, like if we have like a, you know, a client launch or something, um, sometimes our bold and pop days only a half day, like, but we try to at least have a half day on Friday dedicated to our stuff. Um, and we just plan, you know, we plan our week around that so that we know um you know if we have projects or whatnot we're still going to get our stuff in but we're still going to have time to do that stuff too so it's just been about yeah like being strategic about that even being strategic in a business where your, you know day-to-day doesn't always look the same so yeah. it's kind of you know it's definitely taken a lot of trial and error to get to where we are and, um you know make those things kind of happen but it's been pretty good so uh to some things, on any goals or exciting projects on the go that you want to mention. Yeah, so I think, and this kind of goes off of our golden and pop days too. But this year, and really since I moved back to Washington, um, we've really like one of our big goals for our business. And this is going to sound kind of weird, I guess, but like, um, it's really been kind of balancing that work-life balance and really focusing on living our own lives too. Um you know, for the first two years of our business, we were grinding it hardcore, and we still are, but you know there is a lot of times where we you know we were working pretty much most of our waking hours, we were mm-hmm. working weekends, like we were just we couldn't ever shut it off um because I think too, as a business owner, you know there's always something you could be doing, and um granted, I mean I think that's paid off a lot because now you know we're in our third year of business and um we kind of have a lot of stuff that we've already been able to do but this year it's really been trying to shut down and then shut down like mallory still sometimes works on the weekend <laughs> like, can't help myself yeah right <laughs> we'll we can shut things off and i think that um i mean for a myriad of reasons but like that's been really great in just our business in general is we found a lot more um, we've, you know this has been our best year in business for you know, pretty much all of our goals were really on track to hit a lot of things. and So, um, I think taking that time for yourself because most people start businesses because they want more flexibility in their schedules or they want more time for family. And then you find you're working like three times as much. Um, I know there's like that quote about like entrepreneurs who work, you know, 80 hours a week to avoid a 40 hour week <laughs> or yeah. variations on that. But, um, so that's, like, definitely been something, just a big goal overall this year we've been working on. And then just something we're just overall, like, excited about at our business. We have uh, a blog series called The Bold Boss Tribe, which we we featured you on it, um, which is what brought us together partly, too. Yeah. So, that's, yeah. <laughs> so um, basically, we launched The Bold Boss Tribe blog series. Um, because we wanted to highlight different small business owners, freelancers, side hustlers, and bloggers, um, just sharing their stories. And I think we've learned like how important community is um, just in this industry. One to like stay sane and two, like just you know knowing other people and working with them. And so we really wanted to be able to give back and highlight other people's stories. Um, and then that actually evolved also into a Facebook group because we wanted to kind of have more of those day-to-day interaction, build those relationships. And so that's just been something like, it's kind of interesting because it was kind of just a one-off thing we launched and then we didn't really pay much attention to it. And then we're like, no, we want to do this on a regular basis. Like we were just meeting so many awesome people and, um, so we expanded that. So, I mean, we are, we're opening up our submissions for stories for the fall um, so we do generally a couple different features a month. So um, you can submit your story on our website at you know, the Bold Boss, or com, And there's a the Bold Boss tribe section. But that's like definitely something that's just really exciting about. Um, but we're always excited about in our business, just our community in general. But I think those are two big things. I don't know if you have anything else you want to add to Mallory. No, I think you, you hit it all. Yeah. All right, and I'll link uh, call for something too in the show notes over. Awesome, at thank you. VeryRichNews slash podcast. We're driving. You know, would love to participate. So yeah, it's been awesome having you guys on my first show where it's been two guests in one show. Yay! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and have an uh, awesome rest of your day. Oh, Sounds good. Thank you. Oh, and sorry, I forgot to add to any other. Uh, links you want to add for listeners for where they can find you online oh um yeah so anyone can find us at com, um and then we're also always on the gram instagram um same same handles it's just that you know at boldandpop, pop and then we also have our facebook group um which you can easily find that just by going to com, and it'll automatically direct you so those are kind of the main places we hang out. Alright, so alright, that's that's all for now. Thanks for being on the show, you guys. Thank Very you big. so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you like what you heard and you would like to keep up to date on future episodes, hit the subscribe button on your podcast listening device. And I also have an active newsletter for podcasts, updates, and etc. And the link for that is available in the show notes if you'd like to opt into that. And, of course, tell all your friends, and I'll see you soon on the trip. I listened to one of my podcast episodes and said, gee, I wonder how I can support future episodes as well. Ever read one of my RosyWritingSpace.com blog posts and wanted to do something to support future related projects as well, well, now you can by leaving a donation over on Patreon.com. My page is over at Patreon.com slash RosemaryRochains and it includes awesome benefits like shout shoutouts on your name or company on the podcast and one-on-one coaching sessions relating to your independent content creation projects. with yours truly. So if you'd like to support the podcast and my future projects, you can do so over on patreon.com slash Rosemary Riches.